Happy 316 Day. It's March 16th, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Talking about Monday Night Raw from the Performance Center. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan and Raj Giri. Uh, guys, after Friday Night SmackDown, this this was still, right? This is the reality we're living in. Matt, how was it watching an audienceless Raw tonight with those segments from the Performance Center? Uh, I don't know if you can hear it. My kid is two rooms away. You could still hear him stimming himself right now. He does this to like stim himself when he's been caged in the house pretty much like yeah and today today was just like day one um and we had a city commission meeting that i we had to put in place tonight and had to go to because as a city uh we declared a state of emergency in the city of longwood florida and to do that we have to declare it publicly as a commission yeah um, can't do it behind closed doors. Can't call it in myself as mayor. We have to do it as a team of five commissioners to do so. Um, so it's insanely real. Um, but by the same token, you can't get all freaked out about it. Easier said than done. Yeah. And we can't continue to um, when we get opportunities like this to talk about good old wrestling. I welcome it like you won't believe because it is a few minutes here and there that I was able to get out of what we just went through at our meeting tonight and what's happening in society, essentially in and out between AJ's promo between takers part magically appearing behind them on the ramp. Um, whatever things that made me laugh, things that made me go, wow, that was a hell of a promo edge. Wow. AJ, that's the best promo I've seen you cut since your promo on Cena. Um, wow. all these different things that were able to pull me in and out, which again, uh, WWE is like, I hate to keep putting them over this way, but it's the truth. They're like the freaking. Maybe it's just me personally, but they're like my uh, medicine for this stuff as far as getting it mentally out of my head for a few moments. Yeah. Uh, Raj? Uh, I mean, you know, half of the show was uh, replaying the Royal Rumble match. Um, I mean, I, you know, I look forward to this because, you know, kind of like what Matt said, there's nothing else on, um, you know, as far as sports go. So it's it's kind of a welcome change. At at the same time, in a weird way, it also kind of, reminds me of what's going on by seeing the empty arena uh it just shows what kind of a, a crazy state we're in and you know like denver we're canceling they're canceling the canceled our girls school they you can't go to restaurants and bars now for eight weeks and i i love going out to eat and i'm gonna be like jack nicholson the shining you know here in here in six days question how did they as far as your restaurants go who declared that uh the governor hmm. so you could go and pick it up you just get there's no dine-in. Gotcha. Yeah. You, really quick, sorry, Glenn. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to add to that. Um, I actually liked the, the fact that they replayed the Royal Rumble. I thought that was very smart because that did put us back in the. Yeah, we did see it before, but it was really impressive what they were showing again of Brock Lesnar lasting that long in the Rumble. Right. Drew coming in and kicking his ass and the crowd popping like crazy. It was good to see fans in a wrestling event. Even though we've seen it, it felt good to see and watch. Yeah. Uh, fun times with games. Uh, he said the show felt tiring with that rumble. You know, showing the re- replaying those uh, pay-per-view matches usually does a pretty good rating. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, how it will this time because it's been so long since the rumble, but the majority of people didn't see it. I was just going to say the same thing, brother. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jay Lane, $5 Super Chat. Matt, what is the process to ensure that Matt is sanitary after each match. Great question. Yeah. Today, I'm sure it's much better than it was when I was there. But even when I was there, if someone had bled on the mat and things like that, there was peroxide on it immediately. Yeah. Um, 
they always took very good care of the rings, ring skirts, even the mats on the outside. Um, but today, I I don't want to say because I haven't seen them, but I'm guessing they probably even change it really quick. I don't know. They do something, I'm sure, to overly take care of it. I know yeah. golf carts right now, they have this like uh, desanitizing spray that they put. And so every time they clean the carts, they spray it with this stuff. So I wonder if it's something similar. I know I've been at TV events before, uh, definitely raw, uh, where it's been layered. They've had essentially layers on the mat. See, that makes sense. Peel it off. Peel it off. That makes Mm -hmm. sense because it's a pain to put up. Yeah. Right. Um, Excuse me. Really quick, to Raj's point, there was a ton of people that didn't see that pay-per-view and like, wow, what a treat because they only heard what happened. But to see it is a whole different ball of wax than just seeing Brock Lesnar drops everybody out, one versus him. You know, that, that that's not the same thing as seeing how they got there. Mm-hmm. And it was a great Royal Rumble match. I think the challenges for the hardcore fans, there's the mm-hmm. mentality of, I mean, we bitch on this podcast. Out. They need to chill uh, out. Yeah. Matt, Matt we bitch on this podcast when they show us what happened last week on Raw or when they show us what happened earlier in Raw, when they show us the replay later in the show. We're like, oh, they're doing too much of the replays. P.S. Yeah. No coronavirus happening at the time. Under the circumstances, the fact this is going on is fantastic. And so we've got I to think, talk about. Yeah. I'm sorry, real quick. Uh, real quick, Peter Rahi, thanks, uh, thanks for the $2 super chat. He's saying this podcast is my escape from all the negativity. Thank you. We like to we hope we can help any way we can. Um, but uh, it, it definitely feels like WWE knows they can't do just a three hour show in an empty arena. Empty arena. Because they can't. Yeah, I mean, you saw the matches on, you know, last Friday. I think they learned, and it's the right call. But I don't know how they're going to keep keep this well, up going forward unless they keep showing archive footage or the rig maybe. that they showed Becky driving in in was a great. I thought a great yeah. uh, 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 shot in that direction of what uh, we're talking about. I think it was last show. I'm not sure. Last podcast we did about here's your opportunity to try some different things backstage that you normally might not. For instance, the setting of AJ doing mm-hmm. his promo, starting it off backstage. Who was to say that that would have happened if there was a live audience in there? I yeah. think they're making the, the in, in show two. They've already figured out how to start making use of their background area, making it effective. Mm-hmm. That's pretty damn impressive. I, again, I'm gonna overblow everything I'm guessing because it's getting my mind off this stuff and it's doing its job. Yeah, uh, Brad Stevens saying thanks, guys, for doing this. It gives a way to reach out to people while being stuck inside. Thank you, Brad, for the super chat. Um, I think they can make some changes. I think the, the Becky thing tonight was fantastic. Her pulling up in the, the big rig. Um, yeah. I think, I think they need to get rid of the chairs in the performance center or cover them up because anytime you see all the empty seats, your brain goes, okay, they're in an empty arena because we can't have an audience. Um, I think by mania, they'll have it fine tuned. Um, I just hope, you know, uh, and, and let's, let's talk about that. We didn't start with the, the biggest story, uh, hanging over tonight, uh, uh, you know, obviously in the shadow of coronavirus is that WrestleMania is not going to happen as planned in Tampa. It's going to be from the WWE Performance Center, uh, same date, Sunday, April 5th. And um, what else is happening? Did they announce what's happening with Hall of Fame, with TakeOver or anything else? So uh, one of the uh, WWE French employees had tweeted out that they were going to do um, TakeOver the Wednesday before. Makes so sense. that would be the regular televised time. 
and that the Hall of Fame they would just do it on Raw and SmackDown, just have the different inductions on those shows, which which makes which makes sense. But they're not happening those nights. They're not happening that uh, gotcha. that Friday and Saturday. So and let me or say, Thursday and Saturday. Takeovers look with having the audience blacked out could be fantastic in this environment. Yeah, but you know, so much of that is the crowd going right. crazy. Uh, you, you know, again, uh, we're in uncharted waters, and they're they're doing what they can. Uh, Zach Riviera, uh, thanks for the five dollars super chat. He's saying, with WrestleMania being at the PC, can't help but feel bad for the talent to have their biggest WrestleMania moments in front of literally no one. And that is, I mean, that's it's the situation we're in. Yeah, I mean, we can't change that reality. Um... I don't know, man. I hope they're adding more and more matches. They added KO and Seth. Seven or eight hours in that empty arena. Well, there's not going to be there's not going to be battle royals. The Andre is not, not happening. I mean, legally, the Andre Andre can't happen if you can't have a gathering more ten than five or, or more. Ten. Yeah, is it ten in Florida? Ten or more. Yeah. Well, CDC did they say five or ten? I think they five, said fifty. Said five, no, CDC said five, I believe. Yeah. Okay, and Trump uh, was saying ten, right? Yeah. So Trump maybe said a- ten at three thirty. Yeah. And I have heard one of my residents say something about five after my meeting tonight. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's how quick this is moving. Just for the record, folks. No, it's it's nuts. Yeah, this makes no sense to me. Um, real quick, Justin Lopez with the ten dollars super chat on WrestleMania being at the PC. We don't know when this will be over because what if they'd reschedule WrestleMania exactly. to let's say in June? The mm-hmm. pandemic isn't over, so I can see why they're doing it this way. Me but they too. could always do it this way. They could always go back to the PC. I think by not doing WrestleMania, by not postponing it, you you at least give yourself the opportunity to do it down the road um, later this year, and that's twenty million dollars. So know? how do you get to it then, Raj? How do you book all this TV to get there six months from now versus right now, where they're trying to put the period at the end of all these storyline sentences? Well, what you could you, well, what you could do is just have a special event that weekend, um, you know, at the performance center. You could do your right. Roman Reigns versus Goldberg, and then hold off on some of the other big WrestleMania matches. How do you get later. there? Just six uh, months later from now. How do you get there? Like what? Like uh, every other storyline that WrestleMania is booked for right now. Every sure. Event. Well, yeah, you, you could, could have Undertaker. How do we get there in June? Uh, you could just drop it for now. No, better. AJ comes out and cuts a promo and says, uh, Mark, in your age group, uh, you're at risk, buddy. I think you need oh, to self-isolate. Terrible. Or, well, no, AJ and the OC, they really put, do a brutal beatdown of The Undertaker, and then four months down the line, Undertaker comes back. I don't think you could keep all the storylines going. You could wrap some of them up. Like, Roman Reigns versus Goldberg is probably one, because I don't think Goldberg, you know, who knows if... if you know, you could keep him involved in storylines, but let me ask you this. What about the point of them feeling it's their, which is a crazy obligation to feel for the record. Mm-hmm. They're the only ones who apparently feel this way and God bless them for it. That's a responsibility of giving us something to watch and be entertained by while this shit's going on. Mm-hmm. Cause everyone else is not doing nothing. Yeah. I mean, every late night show has signed off all the TV shows that have been shot already. The films that have been shot, are uh, coming out. In fact, Universal today announced they're taking some recent releases and putting them on video on demand this Friday because theaters are shutting down. Um, so entertainment options, live, regular TV, um, is going to be scarce. WWE is one of the few doing it. I mean, thank God we have podcasts. I think this is going to show the power of the medium of people being able to do things remotely. WWE, it's going to be challenging. So Matt, I don't know if you're seeing this, but, um, you know, we saw there were some wrestlers that went to Disney World for its last night open last night. No. And we're posting photos and video of them partying with people. People are going home to their families and then coming back to WWE TV. 
I'm a afraid and this isn't me like doom saying it's just matt you, you're looking at the math and the numbers we're all seeing how this spreads this is a house of cards where it will be a domino effect if it hits the locker room um and maybe they're gonna have to rotate talent in and out to make sure that people aren't overlapping to give them that safety net so if if some people do get infected other people will be able to do television but i mean this is kind of nuts when you think about it that wwe is putting forth this effort when every other tv production is saying you know what we're gonna shut down yeah, I just um, I don't know. I just think that and then it, well, the other thing is just keeping six feet of space right in between each person. Um, like I, I can't help it. I, I keep having it in my head about one one of the fans wrote earlier about this was the first time I've been able to talk to somebody today, brother. You can go talk to your neighbor. You could ride your I don't know if you have a bike, walk, go around your block. You could talk to all your neighbors. Just keep that safe social distancing. You will go mad if you don't have anyone to talk to physically in person. Sorry, that's been in the back of my head this entire time that I've said everything <laughs> out. I'm going to go bonkers. Yeah. I, I love our fans. <laughs> Justin Todd with the $5 super chat saying, hope everyone is staying safe and healthy. Me and my fiance have tickets to Dynamite and NOLA on May the 6th. Fingers crossed things will be better by then. I uh, hope so too, brother. Yeah. I mean, when Trump today is saying July or August... Uh, I mean, this I know year sucks. This, this is going to be, I mean, this is a once in a century, right? Probably the Spanish flu of 1918 was the last time the country was this racked by uh, disease. I mean, it's, it's crazy that we're living through it. And sure. it's funny given, I mean, we all grew up in the era of end of the world fiction, right? Right. This feels like the stand yeah. in a lot of ways. Well, and that's, I mean, that's why these drastic precautions are being taken now is to, to slow the spread, flatten the curve and keep it from getting, uh, you know, even worse than it's actually going to be. So uh, with WrestleMania, I mean, look, they're going to do the best they can. I hope it's a good show. Um, I think they just got to get there with, and, with weekly TV. And if I can, and I know we yeah. shouldn't do this as oh, fans, we should always try to be honest as fans, but. This is where you want to rally around, whether you're a WWE fan or not. You're just a wrestling fan. I'm not saying don't don't express your opinion during Mania and say, oh, this play, this thing sucked. I'm not saying don't do that, right? But by the same token, got to look at it through a different lens here. I'm not saying that to give them an excuse. I'm saying it because they don't have to do any of this. They can show tomorrow, and they will be congratulated and high five. Well, not high five. We can't do handshakes anymore. Those will do foot high fives um they'll be getting from everybody across this country for shutting down and doing what's right right but the fact that they're continuing to go against the grain to continue to give us entertainment we we should be rooting for them we should be wanting them to do well and if it if it leaps the bed let's i'm talking to the fans at home watching this um let's really remember what what's really happening right now See, actually, I feel like kind of the opposite is happening. I feel like right now, with the, like the UFC is continuing to try to run fights, and they're getting a lot of bad press for not yes. shutting down. Yes, and that's so, what I'm saying about WWE. They're take, they're going against the grain right oh, now. Oh, I see. That's what okay. They I thought you were saying that it. people they were can are, shut down are to WWE can shut down tomorrow, and they will be high fived and congratulated for it. Say good job. It's about time. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, following suit from the rest of the sports that they're doing, and all shutting down and running away, and. They have to, obviously, but WWE's thought outside the box, and, and I just want everyone to remember that they don't have to do this. That's a zillion dollar company. Yeah, but, they can literally shut down tomorrow and be run reruns for the next six months. 
Do you think so, though? I mean, Raj, financially, I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, Vince McMahon isn't doing this purely out of altruism and to, to give back to the country that he loves so much. Dude, he is incredibly, I have no reason to put him over. I'm never going back to that company. He yeah. is insanely patriotic like this. I'm and sure. I'm sure. But I'm sure if, if Fox was saying, uh, you, you're going to get the same amount on this TV deal, whether you run shows or not, um, they'd probably pull the plug. So then what are they doing with all their sports, all of their shows then? Uh, oh, most of them are there, you know, they're cutting the costs. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're in the money. NBA yeah, is not getting paid. Yeah, the NBA is not getting paid for not airing those games. It's NBA not like is losing a huge amount of money by not yeah. doing this. So Vince would, I mean, he would hit in the pocket, but I'm not, I'm not saying, I think as a country, we need this distraction. But at the same time tonight, I thought about this. Jerry Lawler, 70 years old, literally had a heart attack on the air before. He is in an at-risk group. Is it worth it? Does he need to be there with other I, people? My fear for Jerry Lawler would be where would he be if he wasn't there? Oh, that's true. That's true Could you but... assure that Jerry Lawler wouldn't be at a sports bar trying to watch the Cleveland Indians or, or one of his favorite <laughs> sports teams? Touche. Touche. You have me there. Well, my, um, my thing more was, you know, because the, the virus is spread by fluids, right? It's uh, droplets, right? He's in coffee. In the air. Yeah. In the in the air, um, but so when you have segments like Austin, you know, with the beer bath, and then you know, giving Byron Saxon the Sunner, and they're in close proximity, wouldn't that be uh, a way, an easy way for that to be transmitted? If it hit him, yes, yeah. Uh, and surfaces, uh, the Vishona can live on. Some surfaces, twenty-four hours. Some surfaces, seventy-two hours. There are, and, but we don't know everything about it yet. I'm saying, as a performer, Matt, as a performer with a family, would you feel good about going into a situation? Where okay, forget promos, but you had to wrestle a match with someone who'd been home across the country with their family, and then you're coming together to do this. Like, would you be comfortable going in that situation and just knowing the risk and knowing that you can transmit with being asymptomatic? No. Yeah. So I, I I'm saying this not I want the WWE to succeed, and I'm not criticizing the yeah. I mean there's minor things like yeah okay black out the audience but I'm not going to shit on the program they put on tonight but I'm saying from a safety point of view it does seem like there's a responsibility to that locker room that's where I think this could bite them in the ass uh, if if it gets out of hand and we will look back on it and say they're the ones that insisted on going because this isn't like UFC where it's one guy fighting one guy and that's it like this mixes it up the same cast you know. Disco Scotty, we're getting a lot of super chat donations. Thank you guys, we appreciate yeah, seriously. it. Wow. Uh, Disco Scotty saying, Matt, we're <laughs> hoping you you put a crash raw and made the Longwood emergency announcement in the ring. <laughs> he Disco. can't. They, they're not using the word coronavirus on TV on WWE TV. <laughs> Disco Scotty's from Longwood. What's up, Disco and Kathleen? Uh, they're pretty much family to me. What's up, guys? That's crazy. Why have you never written in here before? That's awesome. awesome. Um, uh, wait, they're not allowed to say that on TV. Well, they're not saying it on TV, WWE. Huh. I, I think that's one of their banned words right now. Uh, JD Ski 892, thank you for the $5 super chat saying, so cool. Saw Matt Friday on Fox 35 here in Florida. Cool. A lot of fans of yours tonight. Every night. <laughs> hey, when's that stuff with Ryback dropping? It, it's, it's out. How do I get to it? Uh, do you know how to search for a podcast on your phone? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So just search and just search for Ryback. So did I do video for no reason and there's no video? No, the videos are up on YouTube, his YouTube oh, okay. channel. <laughs> so if you search <laughs> Ryback TV, it'll come up. Okay. So will I be down in the bottom left corner like you? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Does he is he able to see that like on his other monitor that's facing him? I'm assuming. Yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. It's a pretty different setup he's got. 
It is. It, 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 I did find it a little odd at first, but I, I got here. used to it. Yeah. The first show I watched, I thought the same exact things. By second show, yeah. that was good. Yeah. Uh, Who's the guy he used to have come on and do it instead of you? Who's the other guy? Uh, he had Matt Coon for a while. Definitely not Matt Coon. I know Matt Coon. I'm Ryan Satin? Ryan Satin. That was the one. Yeah. Uh, to, uh, to paraphrase. Your reports are better. I think he balled the thing. Vince McMahon's ego won't let him cancel. He won't let the virus win. <laughs> Vince hates germs that much. That's right. Yes. Here's my thing. Here's the thing I don't get, and I, I had tweeted this out, but let's say we do flatten the curve, right? What mm-hmm. What then? Because if you open everything back up, we're just going to go back to the same problem. So very interesting person I follow on Twitter, uh, Andy Slavitt, who worked uh, the head of Medicare, Medicaid, and uh, worked under the Obama administration, actually had a really good point tonight, who said that we actually don't want this to be over by July or August. And essentially, it's going to play out in waves across the country. So Denver, for instance, I believe now, where there's some areas with no cases that might actually lock down their areas. Uh, the idea that you don't want it to hit everywhere at once, but this could very well travel until a herd immunity happens. So, so what? They'll they'll keep switching like which which areas are under curfew, like which which cities and states. Well, because think about it this way: so if California is shutting everything down, right? And then let's say somebody comes here, and I'm just picking a state at random. I'm not throwing shade at anyone, but let's say someone comes, to, you know, a bunch of people decide, hey. Uh, we're going to go visit California and we're from Oklahoma, a city that's not can uh, or a state that's not containing anything like that's where it gets dangerous. Right. It's like, um, and this is what I've been preaching and been a little frustrated about with the flatten the curve and slow the spread. I understand there are people that can't self-isolate, that can't social distance, but if you can and you won't, the people that won't are ruining it for those that can't. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, so if you have that ability, and that's what's killing me, is because I'm seeing people that are like, "Oh, I'm not going to get sick, or I'll take precautions." Fine, we're not worried about you. Yeah. What about you? Who are you going to give it to? Right. Exactly, exactly. So and who they're going to give it to? God, it will come back when we. Uh, yeah, when people are saying, "Well, I'm not going to die from it," I, you know, people my age are not affected fine. by. Yeah, but you can transmit it. You could, you could kill other people. And, and oh, my kid, I had to have this conversation with. I'm going to say it quiet, like my wife this morning. She wanted to send Jackson into daycare, even though the schools are canceled, but daycares were open. Hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. My argument on that was he can, even though he can't, even though he can get it, he's not going to get like overly sick from it. He's not going to die. It doesn't mean he can't transmit it to us and we transmit it to my mom or my neighbor or some stranger or who knows. Yeah. We have to be able to, if you could control this, you should be trying to control it. Yeah, absolutely. Someone is saying, th- th- this is a point people keep Jesus making the, no. about the flu killing 60,000 people. This has only been three months, and it has grown exponentially. Yeah. I when mean, that first came out, I wanted to believe that's so bad. I believed it a little bit for like the first half a day. Right. Like it's the flu kills not. more people, but <laughs> this is just starting. It's yeah. not true. Dr. Drew even said that same exact quote pretty much, and it's just not. They're not getting the accurate number on where this is at right now and where it's going to be in like five hours, 10 hours, 15 hours from now. Yeah, that's the problem. We were talking about this before we went on the air, me and Glenn, where I have a, a couple of friends whose their kids have fevers and they went to the doctor and the doctor said it could be right. just the flu or it could be coronavirus or it could be another virus. But we don't have the test for testing. coronavirus, so they can't tell. So there's probably a lot of people out there because all those tests aren't available that might have it and haven't tested for it yet. And they're asking those that do to try to like let like like an elderly instead who has it 
go and get tested. Like here in Florida, we can go get it at Advent Health mm-hmm. Hospital here, uh, two towns over from me. Yeah. Uh, if we're in the uh, if we're dispelling myths, Caleb Gazaway is saying there's always some type of virus during election years. Hate to break I this to that. you. I said that, and I totally wanted that to be true because it, don't yes. want this. If you look at the World Health Organization, they have a list of viruses by year, and guess what? There are multiple viruses every year, but the majority are contained. And some of them don't have high fatality rates. So, yes, there are viruses during election years and off election years and leap years, uh, you know, whenever odd years, even years, it doesn't matter. And there's viruses every month, but many of them are contained and it's not a global pandemic. That's why this is such a big freaking deal. I think he means the big scary ones, though, that get like to the people, news. Uh, SARS, um, H1N1. That's out, yeah. H1N1 yeah. was actually 2009. Right. Yeah, that was an, an election year. Yeah. So uh, it's the thing. It's, you know, this has been happening a long time. And this is what people have been predicting is that there's going to be something really big that we can't contain. And that's why, like, NBA didn't just shut down because they were like, hey, you know, it would be really funny, guys. Let's get all the sports teams together and let's just uh, hit a big pause button on the, the global economy and just for the sake of it, forego billions of dollars. What do you say? Right. You know, like shit's real, man. And uh, with WWE, Matt, so to your point, it is uh, admirable. They're finding a way to make this work. I want them to succeed in what they're doing. I want them to get to mania. But yeah, it's the the performer safety with everything we don't know right now that uh, has me concerned. So, I mean, Edge drove 17 hours, according to Beth Phoenix. Edge drove 17 hours to wow. cut that promo that opened Raw tonight. It was a great promo. Real quick, Matt- let me just get one more super chat in here. Peter Bahi with the $2 oh. super chat saying, just watch Matt on Family Feud. When was oh, that? Yeah. That was like a while back, right? TNA days. That means Peter Bahi watched a Ryback podcast, I will bet. And I bet you it was a suggestion in YouTube somehow. (laughs) And uh, Darian Moore is asking, they should let us participate like Cyber Sunday. Who else or WWE? I'm not sure. How about everybody lets us participate and get in this damn show going with already? It's 1144. <laughs> well, you know, Matt, this podcast now, we talk about professional wrestling and coronavirus. Those we are the talk two any topics. professional we wrestling. We're supposed to be getting people's mind off of it. I Dr. know. Rubens, this show yeah. was like three seconds, so I think we we're going to fly through it pretty quick. But yeah, let's let's get to it. So Edge drove three, three 17 seconds? hours. I think it was three or four, yeah. Edge drove 17 hours, according to Beth Phoenix, to be there in person and cut that promo tonight. But that's what I'm talking about. It was a great promo, but they could have sent a camera guy out to him at home. But they they didn't know something. I bet you they didn't even know what they were doing. Yeah. I mean, that's where the lack of preparation comes. Well, no, it's it's not just prepare for this. Yeah. I mean, it's this, too. I mean, it's like not knowing how to format the show. Who's going to be, you know, we have government that's we're watching it. Okay, okay, fair. Yeah, so much of this is on the fly right now. Danny Danny Cochran saying, at Ground Zero in Washington, you're the break from my stress. Thank you, Danny. Damn, Danny. But yeah, uh, but I thought Edge's promo was awesome. I thought he was great. Oh, my God, yeah. His facials, even walking back down the up the ramp, I was like, that's got to feel weird. This has to feel weird. Where am yeah. I going to see a glitch of, yeah, this is weird doing this. Not once did I get it in his promo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it didn't come across as awkward or weird. It uh, Obviously, it would have been, you know, if there was fans in the building, it would have been that much more. But it was just, I thought Edge was just fantastic. Yeah. It was really good. So the content of this has been a long time coming. Uh, went on about his history with Randy Orton. And, uh, yeah, it talks about Randy attacking Beth. And it's going to be a last man standing match at WrestleMania. 
yeah, he challenged him, and I think it just came out that Orton accepted. So it's that's set for WrestleMania. Or no, uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. We'll, we'll get to that. Yes. That's also official. That's how you know it's kayfabe, because I'm sure Randy would have been like, yeah, I want to stay home. I'm good. Yeah, good Brad Stevens with a good point saying, I'm excited for Edge versus Orton with an empty arena, especially for Last Man Standing. They could do a lot of cool stuff with that. I mean, they, they could do a f- lot of cool stuff with no more Super Chats. <laughs> no, no, keep those super chats coming. We need them. <laughs> Rouse Geary's got to buy canned goods and toilet paper. Well, we've had a couple sponsors that have had to stop uh, advertising. I'm not, I won't say who, but uh, yeah. So we we could definitely use those super chats. Um, but yeah, they could they could go in the stands. They could like Matt. You were talking about in the gym, and you were talking about how someone could kill someone with the lat bar. <laughs> <laughs> But speaking of which, uh, we have one sponsor, actually, and we've got another new one starting this week. But let's give some love to the sponsor of tonight's episode, which is Blue Chew. Well, Matt Morgan, speaking of which, (laughs) mayor of Longwood himself. Uh, Guys. Out of this commercial. Now continue, please. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, you remember what it was like back when you had that energy, back when you were young, back when everything. Oh, remember those simpler times? Like, I don't know, say a week ago, those simpler times. When you weren't stressed out all the time, and you could just clear your mind and focus on the, the pleasant distractions from day-to-day life. Well, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence where it counts. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. They bring you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. The scientific stuff, the stuff that's tested, proven, and effective. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever that opportunity arises. Um, and believe me, if you're going to be spending time at home, let me tell you, now is the time. Spice things up a little bit. Add a little extra zing, a little extra pep. Raj, you're going to be at home uh, with with uh, the wife. The next two months, we're pretty, the restaurants and bars are closed. So we're pretty much at home. Seriously. I so, mean, yeah. now is the time. Show what you, you can do. Spice Take things up. Exactly. Things. Get a distraction. Just a nice distraction. Wait, I heard just a little bit of that. Did Raj just confirm? Oh yeah, him and the misses have been oh, I mean, bibbidi in during this. We do, that all, we do it all the time anyway. They got kids, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Raj is like a machine. Bluetooth is is like the, the, <laughs> the engine of that machine. You know, before Bluetooth, what maybe Raj? Maybe once a month you schedule it on your shared calendar. Oh you yeah, on our Google like, Calendar. Yeah, I'd be like, we're gonna go to Funky Town. <laughs> gave it a code name. You know, but now with Bluetooth on the daily, twice a day, three times on Sundays. Uh, so look, if you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance, gets that extra confidence. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians. So, hey, you don't have to go to the doctor's office. You don't have to wait in line in the pharmacy. These are both things you do not want to do right now. So doing this online, it's so simple. Mm. Prescribed online, it ships right to your door in a discreet package. And they're made in the USA. They prepare and ship direct, mm. cheaper than a pharmacy, no awkwardness, ships in a couple of days. If you go and sign up tonight, it'll be there by the weekend. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com. Get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code WINC. That's B L U E chew.com. Promo code WINC to try it free. They're going to send you like five of these. So it's fantastic. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make your self isolation with your significant other a little better. And uh, let me tell you, if uh, you feel like you're getting on your nerves, you feel like you're getting along, let me tell you, you, you know, you're not getting along as well. Blue Chew, you got to keep that. You got to keep that passion, that spark. 
it'll make it a lot more bearable uh, to take your mind off of it. So bluechew.com, promo code WINC to try it free. We thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And well, uh, work with a wife that insists on, on going to the wanting to go to the gym tonight of all places. Of all places. They're closing the gyms down where we are. To, to want to go to. <laughs> I gotta, gotta, you I know. have a gym banana when it comes to that, right? And it's driving me literally insane not to be able to go there. That is my shrink's couch, if you will, <laughs> the, the gym, right? So if I'm yeah. not going there, like, trust me, I, you would think, you know, you wouldn't. But nope, had to talk her out of it. Literally had to talk her out of not going to the gym. Yeah. Well, Glenn, before you get to the other side, we got we got so many here. Uh, Bobby Burns uh, with the dollar ninety nine super chat. Thank you. He's saying last man standing match during a pandemic is weird. I hadn't thought of that. Oh, I didn't think of that either. Yeah. But now that he points that out, yes, it is. It's probably not the best phrasing. Uh, Hans Humphreys, he's uh, from Ireland. Yeah. Saying yep. happy Happy St. Patty's Day from Ireland. Yeah, that's right. And all the bars are closed over there on St. Patty's Day. Oh. Uh, JD Ski, yes, yes, Raj, take my money and give it to Ryback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, gosh, thanks, guys. Keep those coming. Um, Kevin Langkoff saying, Man, Sasha had a super emotional Instagram post. In the end, I respect the superstars for doing this for us, and we will get to that. Uh, Peter Bahi saying, The NWA Crockett Cup was canceled too. What do you guys think about the future of the NWA, and will they remain on YouTube or get a TV deal eventually? Uh, I, they, out of all the wrestling companies, have the least amount of fans on purpose that show up to their shows. Mm-hmm. I don't see why they still wouldn't continue to to do their taping like WWE is and AEW is going to be doing. Yeah, I, I think it's worrying about the staff. Is you know that's why a lot of the movies and stuff are shutting down. Oh, but. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lane's not a fan of Shayna Baszler saying Shayna is in trouble. She doesn't have the charisma to pull off an empty arena promo and will get zero build. I don't disagree with that. She's going to have a hard time doing a promo in that center. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, finally, Jackson Callens with the $1.99 super chat saying, I feel for Edge first back, first match back with no crowd energy. I mean, that's the same for thing for Drew, who'll probably get the big win at, you know, over Lesnar and his big WrestleMania moment, you know, if, going to be an empty empty arena uh, and then lastly not a super chat but tracy predicting many blue chew babies in nine months yeah oh man this, they're going to call them uh, uh, corona boomers or something uh, <laughs> maybe not <laughs> that's why raj is in charge of marketing uh, <laughs> oh man so uh after that edge promo tonight we saw did see becky pull up in a semi uh, honking the horn. This that was, was cool. That was really cool. She's very Austin esque. She looked badass though in her own way. I thought I liked it. Yeah, the truck looked cool. I guess they had that prepared for WrestleMania. Like they were planning to use that for her entrance. So I, I don't know. I guess they they probably can't use it for her entrance now. So they thought they might as well show it on yeah. TV. Good. Looked cool. Gave a different uh, aesthetic to tonight's show. I thought. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Oh, here we go. And David York with a dollar ninety nine super chat. The super chat is for Matt. I know he loves them. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Thanks, David. Uh, so after Becky showed up, we saw the men's Royal Rumble match. It went on for over an hour with commercials, or just about an hour, right? These fans are pretty funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, fans are hilarious. They know me really well. Like, um, 
let me just say this. Our fans keep talking about they listen to this podcast because we're the distraction. I do this podcast because they're the, the distraction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Coronials. There's one for the, the babies being ba- babies that are going to be born from this. Uh, millennials. Coron- I got you. And we have to find things to laugh about with this because the reality of if we didn't laugh, we'd be crying, I think, with just how freaking scary everything is right mm-hmm. now. Um, so, yes, we saw the uh the same royal rumble match uh replayed again any new thoughts seeing it again loved it i had no problem watching this again i i liked it yeah again you know matt we were talking about it earlier so many people didn't see this match and it's one of the best rumbles ever so i think uh if if you didn't see it i could see this uh doing pretty decent in the ratings oh yeah then what was interesting, though, after it ended, they went to the ring. Lawler was out there with the table and chairs for the contract signing. The Undertaker came out, not in his usual uh, yeah. gear, uh, and just, like, flipped over the table, and they went to commercial. Right. Yeah, that was very – I was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah, they, they explained it when, when they came back. Uh, yes, and uh, they said uh, he was pissed because there was no contract on the table. Right. But then AJ Styles was backstage uh, with Gals and Anderson cutting a promo on Undertaker and Michelle McCool. What do you think, Matt, of him continuing to make Michelle McCool such a big part of this angle? Um, if you watch Undertaker's body language and facial expressions, it mm-hmm. works is what it does. It totally works. Um, it, we got to see not Undertaker, but Mark. All right, the character behind Undertaker, the man behind Undertaker, fuming. Smoke was coming out of that man's eyes the first time he brought Michelle up in the promo tonight. If you go back and watch it again, very good job hugging him with the frame with the cameraman that did that. Um, and money, A++++ promo by AJ Styles tonight. Felt that promo big time tonight. I love this promo. Yeah, I think I think it being backstage also helped. Uh, but AJ was just on fire. I thought he just delivered one of the best heel promos. But he absolutely should be mentioning Michelle, Michelle McCool. That's the story. You don't want to change the story uh, heading into this match. I mean, the story is him insulting Undertaker and his wife and Undertaker's age. He should keep that up. So, dude, this is sac- great. This is all sacrilege, by the way, when it comes to Undertaker. Oh, Call yeah. him Mark. Say anything about his wife at all. Like you don't even look at this man cross, uh, you know. Let alone not not shake his hand when you see him backstage. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Here's all these these different things that you. He's the first person's hand you would shake backstage generally. Mm-hmm. Things like that, right? And this dude's just going for broke on just clobbering him with some it, dude. It's he's going to get pummeled or I don't know, uh, but it's an interesting storyline and AJ killed it. And when he told the OC to go give the contract to take her, that was was a nice touch. That that was great. He's so comfortable. I've never, I always feel the same. Like I say this all the time, but like this is the most comfortable by far I've ever seen him. His bass and his voice was at the right times where he made his voice, where he got aggressive in his promo. It was all at the right exact points. It was a perfect promo. I'm being serious. Yeah. So he's going to put him in an assisted living facility. <laughs> uh, your your friend again, Matt Disco Scotty, uh, saying coronavirus cure on a pole match in main event WrestleMania. Jeez Louise. <laughs> um, so prediction, who's going to be the first wrestler on a televised program to reference coronavirus in a promo? 
I don't think they're allowed to. Justin Lopez saying, when this all blows over, I hope they announce Tampa gets the WrestleMania after the one in L.A. to make oh. up for this. I don't know if they're happy with each other because Tampa was basically mm-hmm. saying they were going to pull the plug. They were kind of waiting for the other one to to make the announcement. So I think there's some uh, some hard feelings there right now between Tampa and WWE. So how – all right. Well, that's good after that. What was next? Um, so after that, Gals Anderson took the contract out. Taker signed it. Uh and the lights went out, appeared behind Gallows and Anderson, um, attacked them, destroyed them, uh, took the contract out, signed it, shoved it in uh, Anderson's mouth. And uh, AJ, he actually liked how that end shot was when Taker was staring at the screen with AJ's face mm-hmm. on it. That was kind of cool. That was cool. Well, I don't want to be overly critical here, but like, I didn't like the the blackout gong and then taker mm. was behind yeah him. i've never not liked that in my life but i did tonight because jerry lawler you could literally hear yelling whatever you're doing don't look on your opposite side now or whatever he yelled wait what did he do yeah when the lights came on and undertaker was on the other side you it's an empty arena so the wrestlers could hear jerry lawler 20 feet away from them yeah when he's saying oh whatever you do better not look behind them now or whatever something to that effect <laughs> like like they were supposed to hear him yeah that was one of the things i liked about the bray wyatt thing last friday is they didn't do all the magic right because it just comes across hokey in an empty arena and and i, I do admit that was the one thing because i liked that little stare down he had with aj on the screen and aj wasn't yeah. looking scared he was just looking pissed um so i liked everything about the segment yeah except for except for that here's my question with this though taker taker doesn't win this match does he probably no, I'm, I'm going to predict now. I don't have a rhyme or reason. I'm just saying no. I'm just guessing no. I mean, if I was booking it, I'd book AJ to win. But WWE, you know how they are with Taker. Well, but looking at the way he's not wearing his usual gear, maybe, I mean, I don't know, maybe he loses as Mark Galloway, uh, you know? I think just how the storyline is with AJ insulting his wife and, and, and because it is Undertaker, not Ricochet, you know, Ricochet they'd probably beat. But since it's... Uh, you know, Undertaker. I just don't see them having him lose after this build. I hope I'm wrong because I think it can yeah. just take. AJ doesn't get hurt by losing to Taker, but he gets a lot he by beating really Taker. It. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Did they even explain why this happened? We had Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. Andrade's out with Zelina Vega, but then Oscar was on commentary the entire time. That which was random. I loved. In fact, I would love just Oscar and Jerry Lawler for three hours. That would be a show. Um, her energy was great, but yeah, there was no explanation for why. I I'm fine with not knowing why. <laughs> I, like, why would they not be like? If I was them, I'd just be covering my butt by saying, "Look, we're while we're going through this, we're going to continue to try different talents out here and there that want to try get throw a pair of cans on and call a match. We're welcome anyone that wants to do it. That way, you set yourself up for every show for this randomness of not explaining why these people are coming out there and putting the cans on and commentating on matches. And Oscar was turned up to eleven tonight. That was uh, something. Yeah, I like that they kept this match short, just because again, I, yeah. the, the match is in the empty arena. But Oscar kind of stole the the match. Yeah, yeah. Rey Mysterio got the win on Andrade with the six one nine. Yeah. Kenny McCain is asking if WWE can do a limited number of fans instead. I'm sure they've thought of that. I mean, I don't think they want to do a completely empty arena, but uh, you know, I'm sure they've thought of that. Darian I, Moore is predicting that Taker wins, so Bray can go after Dar- him at SummerSlam. Darian Undertaker is going to be done, done, right? 
I don't think he's ever going to be done. Done. They keep uh, they keep opening that. AJ Wine about that was hilarious, though, wasn't it? Yeah. He's like Michael Jordan. Is he is he come back in the NBA final and just start playing? No. Hey man, they just show up in the Super Bowl, start playing. No. Is Undertaker? Yup. <laughs> so funny. Uh, to that question that was asked, I would not be shocked if Vince McMahon is not working towards an intense screening method to try and find a way to have an audience of mania at the performance center. Because well, I you think could, you could just put recruits in. no one knows who they are and you could yeah. fill that arena. But okay. Then what a, I'm so confused by this. How could they do that though? And I heard, I've heard Cornette say this on his podcast as well. How could they do that? Because yeah. I thought we, the CDC declared you can't have 10 or more people. Right. Exactly. Public events. So how would that happen? Yeah, so he, that's a, that's what I'm saying is you put people every six feet from one another. I I think Vince would go to to literally to Donald Trump and try and get some sort of exemption to say uh, that we're doing this for the sake of America. Well, that's uh, not a mandate by the CDC. That's just a recommendation, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So but, it's, it's it's the state of Florida. Do they have like with Disney World shutting down now? Is that was that a mandate by Florida? No, it's still got to be a recommendation because WrestleMania was still on until just you yeah. know an hour before when they announced it. Businesses, an hour before Rob. It's up to the businesses. If I was Vince McMahon, I'm, so, I'm sorry. So if it's a 14 day incubation period at Max, if I'm Vince McMahon to yesterday, I put people in isolation, saying we're gonna rent a hotel, have it isolated, we're gonna monitor you all, you're gonna stay in your rooms for two weeks, and then if it's all good, you get to go to WrestleMania at the Performance Center. That's what I would do if I was Vince, because I think a live crowd is that important to the energy of that event. I don't think you could really do that with fans, but you could definitely do that with the training center, uh, you know, the sure. trainees and stuff for sure. And then you could get them to respond the way you want them to respond. <laughs> they, they work for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting. Uh, we saw the video package hyping Shayna Baszler and her dominance in advance of her match with Becky Lynch at Mania. Mm -hmm. Becky came to the ring, took the mic, said uh, she's watching and listening. We see Baszler watching backstage. Becky was uh, doing the same thing she she did uh, kind of last week, hyping up Shayna's dominance at the Elimination Chamber. And uh, yeah, she's going to hit her like a truck at WrestleMania. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Shayna, I don't, I'm, I don't see it yet. Yeah, and as someone in the chat pointed out earlier, like this format with no audience is not going to benefit her. Um, I don't no. think because I mean I don't know. I mean Becky. The only way it does is they do a backstage. I've seen her cut a decent promo backstage uh, to the camera once out of this entire story. Yeah, and I, I just think putting her there with Becky, just because Becky has got, you know, whether I know some fans are kind of getting annoyed with her character, um, but she comes across as such a superstar now. Like she really with Becky's character. Yeah, there's there's been like a little bit of a backlash to Becky on you Too know, cocky. They're saying yeah, yeah. Um, you know how the internet is. They're jealous that she got married. That's what it is. <laughs> well, she's not married yet, right? And they're just engaged. She's engaged. Because <laughs> it's right around that time. Yeah, but she started to turn on her. Not yeah. turn on her, but make some of these these little snippy comments that she's too cocky and whatever. Yeah, Alonzo's saying, well, then you're blind, Raj. Shayna is a legit badass. She's the real deal, and she's going to destroy Becky at Mania. Cain Velasquez, too, is, is, hey, is no, too. No, 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 no. You'll let that go because you're a wuss. I'm digging it. No, I was, I was responding. 
Because <laughs> oh, I was going to say Cain Velasquez is, is is a badass too, but in pro wrestling, you have him standing next to Brock, who who comes across as the superstar. It's not about who is a, a badass in real life. It's how you project yourself to the audience. Yes, exactly. There, I was going to say the same thing. If there was a plan to have Shayna go over at Mania and Becky take some time off, I have to think they're rewriting that now. Because if they're going to be doing Raw with no audience after, um, I don't see Shayna as champ really. I mean, I don't know. Like, Shayna I think they ain't beating her anymore. I don't believe. No, I don't. I'm not, not not now. I don't. I don't see how they do that. I think they need Becky because Becky tonight. One of the best parts of the was just Becky just getting out of a truck and walking yes. to the ring. Yeah, but I think Becky losing also gives her a storyline. She doesn't really have much right now, so at least it gives her that that chase for a while because she's a uh, she's held that title for a year. Yeah, so, so over with the crowd. And there's just no one else really ready that that I, I could see being an intriguing storyline for Becky. So having her chase Shayna, uh, I think. Two girls be... from NXT are. Who? Uh, Rhea Ripley? Yeah. Mm. Next, Bianca Belair. Yeah. yeah. If she get, but I think she just need to get a little bit of a push first before just throwing her in there. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah and booking, I mean, Booking was so tricky before. I don't know how you book effectively, and I don't know how you get talent over in this current. Oh, dude, I yeah, yeah, I couldn't even fathom because yeah. you don't have your ultimate gauge anymore. The gauge mm-hmm. has always been the fans in person. Yeah, Tammy saying, "I think bad feuds haven't helped Becky outside of the Sasha and Oscar feuds. They've all been boring, and Sasha ended way prematurely. It never really got going." So. so- Here's the deal, though. Is that Becky's fault? Am I saying that that she just said it's Becky's fault? But I've seen a lot of people that ter- that that don't like Becky as much either because they've cooled her off. Like it, that's not her fault. That girl was white hot, and they dropped the ball with her. Well, they paired her with Seth and put Stupidest him in that thing queue. ever. Like, but since thing ever. but since then, she's come across as probably the biggest star on Raw. Oh, easily. I still know. believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't say they've necessarily they haven't given her an interesting feud, but her character itself has been has been she as white hot mm-hmm. as other stars that we've seen over the years when they hit their uh, pinnacle, uh, their crescendo uh, to finally hit like Stone Cold rising up with all that blood on his face right versus Bret Hart after being the sharpshooter for three thousand hours but didn't quit right yeah Jim Ross's commentary in the background put that in your head now the friggin' Rock. Um, coming out and doing his different deal right when everyone hit their pinnacle we had these moments in our head and then they didn't decrescendo from that they continued to be written properly for to where they could continue to climb to past levels that we can even imagine right yes a lot of that's talent but a lot of it's writing appropriately for them and giving them the attention Mm. she did not get that attention after that moment when she was sitting there bleeding still talking smack all the way up in the top of the arena yeah that's on them they, they 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 did not. She's still the most over. I think she's the biggest star on that show still. Yes, mm-hmm. but she should be bigger. They should have done more. Yeah, outside of Brock, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, after that, we had Charlie Caruso backstage. You think Kevin she's a bigger star than Roman Reigns? I'm oh. so sorry. I'm so sorry. Well, Roman SmackDown. I, I think it's it's overall, different. I'm asking you overall. I... WWE is your company. Who's your number one person that you're sending out to the Tonight Show? I think you do Becky right now, just in general. I think it makes the company look better too to have a woman when it was a male-dominated, um, you know, form of entertainment for so long. That, uh, but hmm, I probably Becky actually. 
right now. Maybe they haven't really pushed Roman hard in a while, but still. It's your company. You have the first round draft choice of any wrestler on the planet. Start your company around who's your first pick. Uh, Full time, right? Yeah. Uh, Jeez, probably. Oh, man. (laughs) Ah, I don't know. Glenn? What? I I think Becky. Yeah, I think Becky right now, given the way it is. Okay. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. And and strangely, my number two might be I mean, but it's not the obvious people. I wouldn't I wouldn't even say Roman, like if it was if I was starting a new company, I would say Braun, because I think Braun could be pushed to the moon yeah. if they booked him correctly. I think uh yeah, I th- I think there's some uh, fixer uppers that I would actually pick if I was starting a new record company uh, wrestling company. But Becky I'll though, you- yeah, it was number one. Yeah, we ju- yeah I'm not gonna let that go. Can we join your record company instead? <laughs> <laughs> and I put up a new version of the wrestling album, and they would do Land of a Thousand Dances. <laughs> that, that was awesome. Yes, which they should do with the current roster. I've been saying that for years. Yeah, some people in the chat are are responding. They're saying Omega, Okada. So they're picking like out of everyone: Jericho, Velveteen Dream. Of course they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I Jericho, I agree with. Tell them you won't agree. You won't read any of their answers, Raj, unless they. Okay. Yeah, it's got to be. Cash money. See, look at that. Look at him, Glenn. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Rod. I'm, I'm kidding. No, we just there's like 50 replies. This this chat is awesome. These guys are uh, these guys are awesome. Very active. Glenn, can you make that a, a video meme for me? Whatever the hell it's called. Of, of what now? Cash money when Raj's doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see it, but Raj is literally sitting Scrooge McDuck style, just in your dollar bill. Just, who needs toilet paper when you got dollar bills? Yes, Definitely. he's got all your stuff. <laughs> money. Love that um, yeah. yeah. So, okay, Charlie Caruso, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens grabs mm. the mic. He wants to face Seth Rollins anytime, any place, and wants to do it at WrestleMania at the Performance Center, where he's going to have the home field advantage. Uh, I kind of dug this. It was going deep. You look at the FCW documentary uh, that just came out, drawing sort of a distinction between his coming through the system and Rollins coming through the system. But uh, yeah, we knew this was coming. Uh, what, what did you think of the the promo, Matt? Good, good. Um, I don't. I've we've seen this match before for the highest championship in the land. On top of it, remember? Yeah. So while it's gonna, it'll be a good match, you know. It'll be a good match. I'm just not ecstatic. I'm not going crazy for it. Like I think, yeah, and and I think I'm doing weeks and weeks and weeks of Team Owens versus Team Rollins. It just kind of feels like we've seen this match, even though they haven't had a a singles match in a while. But this yeah. is the dude. Remember, you know how this is how Kevin won his championship. Triple H screwed over what's his name, Seth Rollins. Right. Yeah. Remember. Yeah, that was his first Owen's first feud uh, with the Universal title. Yeah, I mean, but it's going to be a great match. Oh, Raj, you know you want to get to that one. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Langhoff, thank you for the ten dollars super chat. He is saying this is going to be my first Mania and first event ever. Wow, fan since the nineties. I might do SummerSlam. It's not too bad out here in Palm Bay yet. What do you mean? Oh, it was going to be his first Mania. Oh, that sucks. Uh, I read that same way you did, actually. This was going to be. Oh, Oh, you're in Palm Bay. Yeah, that's by actually by me. I would actually say for your first event, and maybe because it was my experience of everything, I think uh, NXT house show or a live event, a live house show, is like so much more fun than Mania where 
you're just watching it on the big screen the entire time because you're so far removed from it. I think the best live events are where you're right there feeling the energy. JD Ski 892 more chat super chat right. But mania is mania. That's a spectacle. Yeah. Like that is that is different than going to like a, a live event or a takeover. I mean, I went to a takeover last year and, and when I went to WrestleMania in Dallas, even though that was not the best WrestleMania that they've done, just being there and you know the spectacle of it all, it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Hey Glenn, why did I have it on my calendar this week or maybe it was last week? It said NXT with Glenn. Why would I put that in there? anything oh i know why because we were going to go to nxt after mania oh i put it into okay I the wrong date. that's okay. why I, you know what's funny those tickets showed up in the mail like yesterday and i was like oh well this is a souvenir of a reality that didn't pan out the way i thought it was going to <laughs> um yes that's why you had it in your calendar because we were going to go um man it's just so different now this is so weird i finally canceled all my travel stuff tonight like I like I didn't want to do it. I didn't want to cancel the hotels. I didn't want to cancel the airfare. It just it's it's tough to to swallow this and be like this is the reality that we're in right now. But uh if you do have trips for later this year, now is the time to buy your airfare though. Things are so cheap right now. And and then you could always cancel cuz they have a, a no no fee cancellation policy right now or So like you can buy something for like 4 months from now and it's dirt cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my my wife and her her friends had been planning a trip to New Orleans, and they looked. They were like four hundred dollars a ticket. Now it's like a hundred something. So it's like wow, like a big oh, difference. It's, it's nuts. I mean, just how uh, inexpensive travel is right now. Um, let's talk about the Stone Cold Steve Austin segment coming out to talk about three sixteen day the three sixteen day celebration, and uh, talking about what. 316 day means and during which Byron Saxton holding up <laughs> scorecards, uh, Boston giving him a hell, or, uh, 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 Saxton giving him a hell yeah, Austin doing the what to Byron. Um, of course, this all culminates with Byron coming into the ring to have a beer with Stone Cold and he uh, took two stunners uh, and a kick in the nuts. Yeah, that kick to the gut went a little low. Yeah, a little bit. Good for uh, Byron Saxton, man. Yeah, they they were great together. Like, sir, I'd watch these guys do more stuff together. It, and they showed it a little bit in that WWE documentary on FCW, dude. Byron Saxton, I used to watch on on FCW TV. We used to get it here as a TV show here in Florida, and dude was so good. He was chiseled, ripped up, looked just like a superstar would look physically. Plus, he could talk for days. I don't know where they went wrong with him as a wrestler. Because he was good and super athletic with a nasty drop kick, did cool stuff off the top. I don't know what he was missing. I think it's because he came around at the same time as who's that guy who had his own talk show that had uh, um, the world's strongest uh, Tony Atlas on with him? Remember uh, uh, Abraham? Abraham Washington. Yes. Yeah. And for some reason, they thought Abraham Washington was the bigger star, and they kind of started putting that guy over more. And then that's all I remember seeing. Of poor Byron, that besides you know doing assignment gig uh, ass- assignments for SmackDown Raw or whatever have you, and, and mm. call the action, he's like was a really good. I don't know what they missed with him, so I was happy to see him go. Another cool opportunity here tonight, but that dude should be wrestling. Yeah, he, I thought he was he was fantastic in this. They, you know, this was one of those uh, the empty arena. Obviously, it's, it hurts everything, but I thought it really hurt this because you could tell like this would have been really good oh, in front of the live crowd. Lost their minds. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Um, right. 
But Byron, he was, he was cracking me up. I mean, Austin <laughs> losing his cue cards. He had him upside down. <laughs> it was... Uh, I mean, they made the, they tried, they, they did what they could do and, you know, Austin pulled it off, but a lot of guys wouldn't be, have been able to pull, you know, reading those cue cards off. And then, uh, Becky came out and celebrated with Stone Cold Steve Austin drinking beer. Uh, as we went off the air, she got in Saxon's face and, uh, said that's what happens when Stone Cold and the man come around. So what a crowning moment for, for Becky further getting this segment tonight. It is, but am I really nuts for again? And people get mad when we do this. Okay, Raj, you know where I'm going with this. I think did Stone Cold at his top, right? Have Hulk Hogan come out and did Stone Cold start doing this crap? Right, she, she's borrowing him. He's not borrowing. Do you know yes, what I mean? I, he. She's. You know, buddying up to the big star, I guess. Like, am I crazy for thinking that they should have booked this? Like, she's the biggest damn thing on this whole show, period, at the end somehow. And somehow reverse that somehow a little bit. Because oh. I just see it would have been beyond cool as hell to do it. I or I think they could have given the rub to someone like Drew, maybe. Because Becky well, did, almost didn't need this tonight. Oh, uh, hmm. Hmm. You know? Maybe. May, may. Maybe, but like I'm just in general, like the these are huge mega mega stars, right? But but again, I don't remember the attitude ever guy doing this with Hogan. Right. Yeah. Hogan didn't go doing Hogan someone else's shtick. Yeah, well man, he wasn't working at WWE at the time. He was a WCW Nitro. But even if he was, you know damn well that they were not gonna have even if he wasn't, they were not having red and black or red and yellow Hulk Hogan come out. Yeah. Do his shtick flexing in the ring. With them, no. I mean, when uh, Hogan and Macho Man were uh, a team, right? And the it was Hogan was never doing Macho Man shtick. Macho Man was always kind of you know flexing with Hogan, and that always made Hogan's just made it clear that Hogan was the bigger star there. Yeah, uh, you know, always. But yeah. you know who would have been great in this segment if they'd done this with the Street Profits and Austin. It could have been really, really, really funny too. Yeah, I mean, that could have been great. But that being said, okay, so Matt, I know you're in favor of them showing the Rumble match, Raj. You're saying that's probably going to pop a rating for them. Yeah. Um, and I think they should keep doing that. I think they should show archive yeah. footage rather Me than too. three hours of wrestling in, a, in an empty arena. Me too. Show your main storylines that you have to show and then cut everything else, make promos. Dude, NWO is going on the Hall of Fame. Show that whole NWO segment, you know, that whole yeah. match where it was, you know, Sting and Luger and Savage against, you know, the mystery third man and, and Holland Nash. Huh. Oh, Show yeah. Batista versus Triple H at Mania when he beat Batista for the title since, you know, he's going to be inducted as well. Dude, you know, stuff like would, that. Every, nobody's going to turn the channel off to that. I don't Not know for older stuff. Says. Or yeah, the, yeah. the Ruthless Aggression doc where you got uh, John Cena since he's wrestling The Fiend. You could show how he almost didn't make it. You show that one. Plug the network so maybe people will want to buy the I, network to see the others, you know? I really dig the Nitro flashback. That, that dude, I'd be really interested to see what kind of number that did. Yeah. I, mean, I think so many people are nostalgic for that that they'd probably stop what they're watching and be like, oh, I remember this and, you know. I don't not always I don't always not go to it when I see it come up in my timeline on YouTube when that's like my suggestion. I don't. I've never ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe. I really don't. Yeah. RKO matches. Yeah. Jackson Collins saying uh, Edge and Randy Orton when they were teams. Yeah. For sure. Perfect. Yeah. 
just just because then Glenn, it, it like I thought some of the stuff tonight meant a little bit more because they had that buffer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Are we finally coming back? Are they finally gonna go live to something here? That's you know, like maybe want that more. Yeah. Again, yeah, lost I, so long that the, the empty arena yeah. for three hours. That's just a long freaking time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just a hardcore fan. And for the people that we podcast and talk about this, it's like, I agree with what you're saying. If this was, you know, classic matches or stuff that was older. Yeah. Yeah. Versus bread at SummerSlam. Bruce is saying exactly. Does that fit? Yeah. Yeah. Coming through the crowd on Nitro was great. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot they could do. Uh, So what else do we have, Raj? Uh, I I mean, there's just a ton of cancellations. Uh, Peter Bahi had that super chat earlier talking about the Crockett Cup. Uh, AEW, their future tapings for the near future are going to be on a close set. I don't know if they're going to try to mimic a crowd or, or what, or if they're going to do what you know WWE is doing with a completely empty arena. I they probably have to now with the, you know the mandate. I don't think they. Want, I mean, not the mandate, the recommendation from the CDC. I don't think they want to go against that and just make it look like they're not, you know, abiding by that. Um, yeah, this has just affected, you know, every walk of life, not just, you know, wrestling, obviously we're seeing it in our little world, but, Mm -hmm. uh, just all over the place. It's, it's, it's insane. The rocks co-star in, um, that last, uh, fast and furious spinoff, Hobbs and Shaw, uh, Idris Abla, is that his name? Idris, uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. He tested positive for coronavirus. (laughs) He's in in self-quarantine right now. So it's, um. Yeah, it's just crazy. Um, you want to talk about this WrestleCon stuff and some of the independents and what's happening there? With- yeah. There so, no oh, sorry. Go ahead, Matt. There is no WrestleCon. Yeah, and they're in a position because since WWE pulled out and then all these indie stuff, things need to cancel, the fact that it's not illegal and it wasn't done by the city banning gatherings means uh, WrestleCon's uh, tweeting letters from Marriott essentially saying it's not illegal or impossible to pull off WrestleCon and they want to like charge them like a hundred grand for revenue owed to the hotel. So a lot of indie shows, a lot of indie promoters, mm-hmm. um, you know, people that uh, have things planned are like taking a huge hit here. I mean, WWE, like you said, Matt, WrestleMania could not happen. WWE could shut down and they'll be fine in the long run. But a lot of these indie promotions you know, or literally mom and pop businesses that uh, put a ton well, of money into. To uh, be fair, yeah. To be fair, they were piggybacking off of like you, you know, and I'm not doing this to shoot on these other small companies. I like to see most successful, but you don't see the the, the Tidewater Mets Double A team, right? Hmm. Start on the New York Yankees around when they're in the World Series and play across the street from there, so people could come watch. That that's making money off of another company's. Fame, whatever you want to call it, and ten their scraps. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's the truth. I mean, years ago, that would no one would be, would be caught dead doing that just because of sheer, um, not arrogance, but pride of going mm-hmm. screw that. They may have WrestleMania, but we here at whatever company are going to put on a better show, regardless if more people see theirs or not. I bet you we have the better card. Yeah, like so, that's why try to do that. Actually, I they know. did it last year. They, they, them in New Japan had that Madison Square Garden show. AEW said they refused to run WrestleMania weekend and for you know, for that very weekend. That's pride. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, WrestleCon, and again, they waited until WrestleMania was moved before they made the announcement. But I feel bad for the guys. I mean, it still I sucks. Know. You know, it's they don't have all this money to be. Uh, that's messed up for the venue to be charging them still. It is. I feel bad for the fans that are looking forward to coming out and seeing all different stars. I was going to actually go to that. I was actually yeah. going to partake in that event before we did our thing. Uh, it just happened with CEO, the gaming organization that AEW partnered with last year. They had to have their gaming tournament last week at a huge loss um, with no one traveling to it. And uh, the majority of gamers that won the prize money gave it back to the organization. They wouldn't take it because they knew that they were losing tens of thousands of dollars by having the event. So it's crazy times, man. And it isn't the big companies that are going to go out of business as a result of this. this is a lot of the smaller guys, but to your point, Matt, yeah, it is a risk when you're so dependent on somebody else's orbit. It really is. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I feel bad for the fans. You know, we had one in the super chat earlier uh, saying it was his first later. He said that he had spent $2,000 for two tickets you know, oh, for, for the show. But I mean, to, to defend it, you know, and to his credit or me defending him, it was like, you could, nobody could have predicted this. Oh, yeah. You know? this oh, is, for sure. It still sucks, though. I feel your pain, bro. Yeah, and in general, for with these uh, the refunds and everything, you got to go to the point of purchase. Hopefully, Ticketmaster will do the right thing and and waive the 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 service fees and and the fee charges because, you know, that's it's messed up. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Crazy times. Uh, so we're gonna be back here Wednesday night. Matt Morgan is very excited about the new sponsor we have launching Wednesday night. We'll talk about <laughs> AEW Dynamite and NXT. Yeah, <laughs> tune in for that because you're going to see Matt just cut the promo of his lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am uh, a fan of this upcoming sponsor. Yeah, yes. Uh, someone with a super chat. Let me see if I can find it quickly. Uh, speaking of sponsors, uh, Fun Times with the Games wants to know, Matt, do you know why the city is called Longwood? He's trying to be cute by putting a space in between there. Very <laughs> cute. Very cute. Uh, Bobby Burns with the super chat pointing out Osprey versus Bea Priestley was incredible today. I have not seen that yet. What? But they did like a it was like a benefit to like raise money for performers that. Uh, gosh, I, I need to find exactly what that was. But um, oh wait, they date each other, don't they? Uh, ye they yes. Ah, I knew knew you. Know. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> All They're right. Photos together. I'm assuming they do. Yeah. CM Punk putting some tweets. Uh, did you see the CM Punk tweets? No, no, no. What did he say? Let me uh, let me find it here. He uh, he was commenting on WrestleMania being moved to the Performance Center, and he goes, "Well, that's one way to make sure Roman finally gets finally gets not booed and no one chance for me." So, Jeez. Punk being a prick. He didn't have to throw in the part about people cheering for him. It makes it because it makes the Roman line that could have been kind of cute, kind of funny. Yeah. And but, then he indicated, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then he indicated, someone said, Is this you begging for your return? And Punk replied, I'm not the one texting, begging for a match with me at Mania. So he's saying that someone has been texting him, uh, begging for a match at WrestleMania. And uh, yeah, you could probably guess who it is. Is it Triple H? No, I was thinking Seth Rollins was my guess because he was uh, he's you know had been mentioning Punk in interviews and and, and on backstage. So hmm. I could be wrong, but that would be my guess. Okay. Peter saying, "Please stay on longer. Not ready for life yet." Sorry, guys. Yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> we should hand out Dark Order mask Wednesday to protect against Corona. The masks apparently do not work. No. Well, I mean, they do for medical professionals who understand how to do it. I mean, but they're saying, like, if you're not used to it and it's not fitted correctly, you're actually going to touch your face more because you're going to be fidgeting with the thing. Medical professionals beards. know how to use these properly. Be- he has some be- beards. Yeah, doesn't beards mess it up or something? Or no? It can. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, I saw that. They suggest, like, shaving or something. Yeah. yeah. Just, you, just you, stay home. That's the easiest. If you can. If you can, stay home. And that way yep. people that can't will have a better chance of uh, staying Seriously. healthy through all this. I agree. There's stuff to watch. Dive into the network. Uh, do some things. Yeah, I don't, I don't got anything else, guys. I want to go watch Better Call Saul and escape for an hour. Yeah. There we go. There we have it. <laughs> he's That's the, an exclamation mark we were looking for, folks. Yes. I, I, these podcasts don't so much end as just sort of collapse. Uh, <laughs> I just kind of go out on a whimper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, we'll be back here Wednesday night. Me, Matt Morgan, Justin Labar. Uh, Raj, are you on Ryback's podcast this week? I'm a, yeah, I'm on every week. Um, yeah. You're on every week. And I'll be, on, I'll be joining you guys on Friday uh, unless I can talk Justin into doing it. Cause, cause you have other plans. Yeah, no. You just heard it. Like you just saw Whoa. and heard it for those watching at home right now. P.S. He owns this thing. <laughs> he owns this. This is like me as a pro wrestler. Vince is telling me, "Hey, man, you wrestling John Cena tonight for the championship or whatnot." <laughs> and my music's playing. I go, you know what? Fuck that. You know, Funaki, come here. I'm busy tonight. Um, do me a favor, go wrestle John Cena for me. <laughs> I guess is your livelihood. Yeah, I know. I'm just kidding. Matt, at the council <laughs> meetings, you're like, hey, does someone else, the deputy mayor, can we have someone else act as mayor tonight? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Real quick, before we go, I just want yeah. to announce that I have been announced by Ryback as his new best friend, his new show co-host. <laughs> he likes having me on the show so much better than Raj. <laughs> and quick, Rod, Glenn, hang, up, hang this thing up. Finish. Okay. Until uh, next time, folks. That's number one. (laughs) Best friend. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.